Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Well, here we are, Radical Australia. I was wandering in the forest today and I found a magic mushroom. And I came into the studio about five minutes ago and I put the magic mushroom in a glass of water and our guest sprung out. Digger Sunrest. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, Joe. (laughs) Well, I bet you've never been introduced like that, have you? Not quite. Not quite. Not quite. That's right. You're looking a bit nervous there, boy. What's going on? Yeah, you're guilty. You're feeling guilty. Hey, what's going on? I haven't been in the 3CR studios for a little while. Why is that? Because you're a star now and you're too good to come here? Yeah, that's right. I wouldn't be surprised. Now, um, you're Arlo's friend, aren't you? I am indeed. Nobody knows who Arlo is and nobody will ever, will they? That's right. We're not going to tell them because it's not about Arlo. No, but we'll say g'day anyway. We'll say g'day, Arlo. I'm sure he's not listening. No. No. Surely not. He's got much more important things to do. Yeah, like... uh, DJ in the snow. That's right. Now, digger boy, digger boy. I don't just like digger, digger boy. I like that. Digger boy. Or just digger. Yeah, yeah just digger. Where did that name come from? Uh, I've just, that's what I've always been called. I've digger. always been known as digger. Digger. That's mm-hmm. right. I was born on the gold fields. Yeah, digger. Yep. What year were you born? Uh, 18. What? 83? 1983. No. I, I'm not sure. But 1983, yeah. you think? So I'm told. Now, you realise Digger is a, is, a, is a very nice name. Yeah. Because it's, there's a lot of connotations with Digger. You ever heard of the original Diggers in the 16th century? No, I haven't. Well, the original Diggers were the anarchists of the uh, revolution that saw the King, King Charles lose his head. The Diggers and the Levellers. They used to go out and dig and plant on common ground. So quite radical. Then you've got the diggers, because they used to dig trenches during the war. And then you've got digger sunset. Would you Rest. Why not the digger sunset? That's nicer than digger sun rest. <laughs> it is, isn't it? That's what most people call me. Digger I have sunset. to correct them. Digger sun rest. Where did that name come from? Uh, it comes from Ballarat. What do you mean? Well, there was a. Were you born in Ballarat, were you? Oh, no, but I was, I was, uh. You've been a bit evasive. I was raised in Ballarat. You've been a bit evasive, isn't that? I was raised in Ballarat. Any outstanding warrants? (laughs) Not that I I need to disclose. (laughs) (laughs) So you're born in 83? Yeah, that's right. Only a young lad. Yeah, well, some would say. Would you, would you? Look, I know this is a bit sensitive, but could you tell us about your youth? When you're a young cat, what's the first thing you can remember about being on planet Earth? Boy, the first thing I remember is uh, leaving the uh, leaving the coast. The Le- coast. Yeah, that's what, right. What coast? Um, the coast of uh, Ocean Grove, and moving to the big city. And the next thing I remember after that is uh, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. All right. What do you remember? You. S- I mean, you just tell us your... Re- I remember waving goodbye to my neighbor, neighbourhood friends mm. over the fence as the car pulled away and we moved to Melbourne. 
to Melbourne. That's right. Really? Mm-hmm. You moved to Melbourne. Yes. The big city. You left 3226 and came to Melbourne. That's right. How, would I, how do I know the postcode of Ocean Grove? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. How do you know the postcode uh, of Ocean Grove? That's, that's a long story, which is best remains uh, secret <laughs> in case I get sued. That's all I can say. Got it. So, Digger, did you go preschool? Yeah, I did. Here at, in Melbourne? At, yeah. Where? Yeah, in Kew. In Kew? In Kew, mm-hmm. that's right. What was that like? Yeah, it was great. I don't remember uh, very much right. from that, actually. <laughs> did you excel at making noise? Yeah, I think so. You think so? I did. I was, I was the, um, the star of the, the, kindergarten production that we put on where I played oh. Joseph in the one Not the Christmas story. Yeah, the Christmas You were Joseph. Story. I was. The cockled father. That's right. God got in before you, mate. Yes, he did. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not according to uh, Thomas Jefferson's recollection in his, um, in right. his version of uh, the life and uh-huh. the life and teachings of Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, all right, okay. Well, I've never read that one. Mm. Uh, no, you have, have you? From yeah. Cover to cover. I have. It's pretty short. Sure. There's no miracles. No miracles. <laughs> all right. All right. You left preschool, kindergarten, whatever you call it. You know, you've started your theatrical career mm. and you go to primary school. That's right, in Ballarat. Now, in Ballarat. On the gold fields. Where in Ballarat? Tell us the suburb. Uh, Brown Hill. Brown Hill. Brown Hill. Brown Hill. That's yeah. right. Full, what, full of holes? Yep. Disused mines? Yeah, surely. Uh, Absolutely. Any, did you have any brothers and sisters or you have any brothers and sisters? Yeah, I do. No. I do. I've got a brother who would be at Trades Hall right now. Doing what? Hard at work. Doing what? Yep, scrubbing the decks. Scrubbing the decks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a sister who's off in, um, in Berlin as a uh, meditation instructor. Oh, fits with your origins, doesn't it? A magic mushroom in a glass of water That's this right. afternoon. Fits meditation <laughs> You're kidding. People pay money. Yeah, they do. What, you instruct people in meditation? Yeah. What, you just punch them in the face <laughs> and knock them out? Basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, Digger. I'm getting a bit... Uh, this is interesting. Now, I assumed at primary school you excelled once again in making noise? Mm. No? Yeah, mostly. Mostly... Um, you know, being sent to the uh, to the principal's office for in primary school misbehaving. Yeah, I started early. Started my career early. Well, did you slam the desk down, or did you use the chalk in interesting ways? What, 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 Not at all. What? What? what, what, what why were you went to the principal's office? Insolence. Yeah, basically, <laughs> just a refusal to to follow along with instructions and refusal to follow instructions in primary school. Yeah. So did you excel in anything else apart from uh, trips to the principal's office in primary school? Yes, spelling. Spelling? Yeah, I was a great magician. Great great at spelling, casting spells. All right, okay. Casting spells? Yeah. What do you mean you cast spells? Well, not really. Actually, spelling like... Spelling bees? Grammar. Yeah. All right, let's see how good you are. All right. You ready? <laughs> All right. You ready? It's been a while. Super <laughs> califragilistic expialidations. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it if you want to. Off you go. All right, S-U-P-E-R-C-A-L-L-A-F-R-A-G-A... Wait, I? L-I-S-T-I-C-E-X-P-I-A-L-L-I... D-O-C-I-U-S. 
Yeah, you know why I'm clapping? Right. Because I don't know how to spell it. So right. It doesn't matter how you said it, you're Good. right. Good. Because I'm sure it was terribly wrong, but I've never read the uh, never read the actual script for Mary Poppins. You haven't? No. Not yet. Why not? No, well, it's, it, it's on the list. You play Joseph. It's on the list. Did you get into any plays in primary school? Not really. Yeah, one, actually. What was that? What was that? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, some ghostly play that included a song about the cat came back. The cat came back? Yeah. From where? From all sorts of places. (laughs) (laughs) All over the place, yeah. Yeah, all right. Mm. Okay, all right. So you graduate from primary school. Yep. Fortunately. You actually got enough points to go to a high school or not? (laughs) Yeah, I think I I did. Yeah, what, Ballarat State High or somewhere? Yep. I I went to... Ballarat Central, which one? Oh, if only. I went to... Um, what's the name? Oh, how do I know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I went to St. Patrick's. Um, Ooh, a Catholic boy. That's so, right. So are your parents still alive? Yeah, they are. Well, we won't say anything nasty about them. No. So with what, they're Irish Catholics or something? Yeah, no, I, I was on recommendation of my teacher who thought that if I was sent to the state school that I would uh, become a rebel. That if you went to state school, you'd become a rebel. Mm. But if you went to a primary school where they had real discipline and straps, mm. we would make a man out of the boy, would we? That's right. I like it. Yep. So, what happened? Well, that didn't last long. I was um, I was refused um, re-enrolment. What? After CS7? Yeah. What for? Um I'm not sure. You're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, too, just <laughs> too much troublemaking. You know, there's, there's a term for you. Yeah. What I love is, you know, if you're really, really, you got a few hours on hand, mm-hmm. uh, just look at the uh, definitions of uh, mental um, conditions, right? Sure. And every year they add some. And I've just worked out the one you, they've added recently, which... Which you know covers your problem. Mm-hmm. Authority defiance syndrome. A D S. As as the president of the Authority Defiance Syndrome Club, I would like to invite you into the fold. You're the type of person we have been looking for. Fantastic. Expel from grade seven. I love it. Do not come back. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right, so what happens to a young lad who's about 12 or 13 who's been expelled from year 7? Yeah, well, I, um, uh, we moved. The family moved. moved. Yeah, well, back our to family it. moved because of you. That's right. No, no. We no. followed the father's um, uh-huh. job careers. He kept getting expelled from his jobs. All right, right. So off we went to another school in Geelong mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. I stayed for two years. Two years? Yeah. You did eight and nine? Yeah, that's right. Well, were you expelled or did you move? Yeah, no, they refused me um, re-enrollment. Again, the authority defiance syndrome mm. was the problem? Yeah, that's you, right. And you just didn't like people telling you what to do? Yep. Or did you? was it more serious than that? Come on, you can no. be honest with me. <laughs> Nobody's listening, Digger. No. Nobody listens to the radical Australian. <laughs> Nobody. You can tell me. What was the real reason? Smoking down the sheds? Taking drugs? <laughs> Of course, they never caught me for any of that stuff. What did they catch you for? Nothing. I just, I just, um, <laughs> I was, no, I was you just. You didn't have the right attitude. That's right. Lowering the, lowering the median score for the school. Was, was this, this a private school, obviously? Because if it. It wasn't. It was a public school. <laughs> <laughs> you were expelled <laughs> from a public school, which is open to everybody, yeah. for lowering the median score. Not just one. One. Not just one. What happened after Geelong? 
That's a, I, I think there was a couple of pr- public schools that uh, that d- didn't want me back after a year or two, actually. And which one were they? Um, Belmont High. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's, that's outside Geelong, yeah. It's yeah. pretty tough to... to what do you mean tough? <laughs> what, you, well, you weren't up to it, were you, boy? Were you, were you, yeah, were you kind right. of pushed around, were you? Yeah. You're, you're not very big. No, I'm not. That's right. So you were pushed around at Belmont High? No, no. I, you were doing the pushing. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I was doing the ducking and weaving. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Look, can, can I ask a serious question? Okay. Did you actually do any learning during this period? Yeah, I did. What you were passing every year, were they? Were yeah, they? no, no. I learned. No. I, I learned how to. I, I learned how to count money on the at lunch break. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where, where would this money come from? What were you? What were you flogging in the schoolyard? I oh, mostly just. You know, dollar cigarettes and. Oh. <laughs> right, you learn how to count money. So maths. Yep. Tick, high That's distinction, right. what else? Yep. Little little bags of oregano all wrapped up to, to look like some kind of kind of clandestine <laughs> drug. <laughs> yeah, that's so right. you're, you're flogging oregano <laughs> to the unsuspecting high school kids. Surely I was. Ah, that's I an know. entrepreneur. Yeah, that's, that's right. A, you know, we should call you Trump. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think I'll, I think I'll add a I think I'll add a middle name to Dig- Digger Trump. Sunrest. <laughs> I like it. All right. Bigger Trump Sunrest. What do you All reckon? Right. Yeah, it's okay. So you're selling oregano on the side, yeah, counting right. money. Yeah. So obviously that's a high distinction in agriculture. Mm-hmm. It's a high distinction. Now, how about the, how did the, the, was the spelling going? Yeah, spelling, spelling was, um, yeah, that kind of just fell off. <laughs> yeah, when, when my math skills started to increase. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and uh, did you actually get out of the school gate? Of, wouldn't the... Tough boys want to take the money off you? No, no. not at all. Not at all? What not at that? all. Because you're selling them ba- bags of oregano. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> all right. Okay, did you actually get to year 12? Yeah, I did. I you're finished, kidding. I finished year 12 up here in Melbourne in at Melbourne. Sandringham, Sandringham High School. So how come you were moving to all these schools? Mm, well, there was a number of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I, I just wanted to ex- expand my social uh-huh. social networks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Sandringham, which which campus? At the Sandringham campus. Ah, because there's the Beaumaris camp. There was the, there is the Beaumaris campus. Have you been down there recently? Mm. No, I haven't. Well, actually, yeah, I have. Mm, they've actually uh, redone the Beaumaris campus. It is now for elite athletes, which actually excludes you, obviously. Yeah, sure. Looking at you. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Joe. About the only gold medal you'd get is for anorexia. Right? <laughs> sure. Oh, so, um, look, I know this is embarrassing. You don't have to answer this question, uh, but uh, did you actually pass VCE? Um, yeah, I did. You did. Uh, yeah, after um, I, th- I think I had to stay at school until the very, very end of the year after everybody else was already done. Yep. I was still back there catching up on the on the classwork uh-huh. for a few weeks. Uh-huh. Yep, but I was given a pass uh-huh. eventually. And what did that lead to? Um, that led to a, jo- <laughs> a job in, in a bakery. A job, yeah, in a, a job. bakery. Yeah, that's right. I know a few bakers, mm. and they're usually pretty loose in the head. Yeah. Would you wake up at one o'clock to start at two? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, can I ask what suburb of the bakery was in? That was in Bo Morris, actually. In Bo Morris? Yeah, Black oh. Rock. Black Rock? Yeah. Black Rock Bakery. That's right. Oh. Baker's Delight. Baker's the Delight. Old, yep. Yeah, yeah. Making bap rolls and uh-huh. hot cross buns. Uh-huh. A lot of hot cross buns. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. mm-hmm. I only lasted for a few weeks over Easter. 
<laughs> that was the end of your apprenticeship. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was that was the end of my baking career. It, it wasn't the authority defiant syndrome again, or, or <laughs> you just didn't get up on time. Yeah, it was just too hard to fit my mohawk under the baker's hat at uh, that ex- time. Excuse me, excuse me, mohawk. Yeah. When did this mohawk thing start? Mm. Yeah, that would have been in high school at high some school. stage. So you went yep. to High Sandringham State High with a mohawk. Mm-hmm. What colour? Um, yeah, normal colour. Normal colour. Yep, except yeah. a bunch of bleach. Yeah, just yeah, bleached. Yeah, right. kind of, you yeah, know, that right. sickly, sickly bleached colour because yeah, that had yeah. all gone horribly wrong. Why, why a mohawk? Um, Don't tell me you were influenced what was going on in the old dart in England, were you? Not at all. I no, just, no, no, just. No. What? You just woke up one morning and said, I want a mohawk. Yeah, that's right. Really? That's right. H- hadn't heard about the punks in England? Nothing? No. Nothing? Oh, maybe a little bit. But no, you just wanted a mohawk. Yeah, I shaved off the... I, I was sick of the dreadlocks, so I brushed, Excuse me. brushed them when, out. When did the dreadlocks start? Oh, were you when yeah, you were... That was pretty early. Pretty early. Yeah. yeah so okay. I brushed them out, combed them out, and uh-huh. um, and then mohawked my hair. I wanted to defy my parents, I think, because, right, right, you know... Right. Well, they were just nice, ordinary, <laughs> hard-working, <laughs> tax-paying... Concerned, engaged citizen. Correct. And you were the rat bag of the family. Yeah, basically. Uh, and I had to prove it with the haircut. With the haircut. That's and, right. Uh, and uh, did, did they blink? Yeah, no, not really. Not yeah. after. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the revenge of the parent. I've been a parent. That's the revenge. It doesn't matter how. If, no. if, they're, not, if, they're, not, if, they, if they're not in jail... If they're not hooked on heroin, you're, you've done all right as a parent. Surely. Well, yeah. So they didn't blink an eyelid. No, they didn't. Yeah. No. So it, what did you use to keep your mohawk up? Uh, gelatine. Gelatine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of gelatine uh-huh. and, mm-hmm. a, and a hair dryer. And a hair dryer. The best mohawk I've ever seen was in, uh, where was it? What's the capital of Finland? I've forgotten. Helsinki. It was mm. in Helsinki in 1993. This bloke had the most magnificent mohawk. He could have been an axe murderer. <laughs> but his mohawk was good, I tell you. All right. Okay, you've lost the bakery job. You're mm. out there. Is this when you start interacting with Centrelink? Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And Well, no, I got a job in a clock factory, actually, out in Moorabbin. In a clock factory. That's right, making clocks. I was late every day too. What year was this? I don't know. No, what, 83? So 2000? 2002, I suppose. 2003. They still make clocks in Australia. Mm. These weren't those wooden cuckoo clocks. Yeah, and, and uh-huh. yeah, pretty flash clocks they were. Uh, yeah. And you'd keep being late, but they kept you on. Yeah, that's right. How long did you do that for? A year or two. A year or two? Mm. This sounds it sounds like you've got enough money to go overseas. Yeah, is sure. That, is, that, is that what happened? No, not no, quite. Not no. quite. No. <laughs> you immigrated to Perth or something. Yeah, I was, I was spending it faster than I was making it. Already by that stage, I'd started to collect musical instruments and excuse things like me, that. Excuse me? Uh, mm. You were collecting musical instruments? Yeah. Why? Well, only to play them, not so much to look at them. You started, you started playing musical instruments. Mm. So when did, this, when did this disease start? Oof, 
I don't know. Pretty pretty early in the piece. Oh, there weren't loud drums and things like that, were they? No. What type no. of things? Mostly guitars. Get, oh God, how predictable. Yeah, no. Electric guitar? Yeah. Oh, yeah electric. Yeah. Uh, glistening. Yep. Polish. Shiny. Shiny. Yeah. yeah. Phallic. Yep. Electric guitar. That's right. The bigger the phallus, the bigger the electric guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm just so proud to be in the same studio. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no wonder the, the poor, you know, we didn't actually mention Dale at the beginning of the program, but Dale's unwell. Oh. So I'm just stuck in here with sunset till five o'clock or sunrest. <laughs> right. You know, old Trumpy here. Yep. I'm stuck. Bigger boy. <laughs> All right. Okay. So did you have a bit of talent, did you? Yeah, no, not really. I just what do you uh, mean? Just, just feigned it. Well, that's what the electric guitar's for, because of course you just put the effects on and and play the chord and let the uh, let the pedals and and things do the rest of the work. You're, no talent required. You're kidding. You mean I could play the electric guitar? Surely. You could teach me. Yeah. I'm impressed. I've never played an electric guitar. Yeah, right. I could actually be a geriatric punk playing electric guitar. Absolutely. You'd be surprised. Yeah, really? Yeah. Why about poor old Jimi Hendrix? You yeah. calling him an amateur? Yeah, well, you know, like like uh, like he said when he was asked who's the best guitar player, what's it like to be the best guitar player in the world? His response was, "Ask Rory Gallagher." Right. <laughs> now, if I asked you that question, mm. how long have you been the best guitar player in the world? What would you say? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't play guitar anymore. Now I play bass guitar. It's even easier. I only have one string to play at a time. It's great. One string. Yep. So you're, you're a musical minimal, it minimalist, are you? Mm. You know? A, a maxi minimalist. You're going to get to the stage where you'll be a conceptual guitar player. You'll just look at it and think about it. That's right. No I'm, air guitar bullshit. Just no. looking at it and thinking about it. Yeah. I'm amazed. That's right. This is your musical career. It is. All right. This is an interesting little aside, um, this this music thing. So did it start to consume your soul, this music thing? Mm, yeah, I suppose so. What do you mean? Um, what do you mean you suppose so? Exactly like you said. It consumed my soul. So you do clocks in the day and play music at night? That's right. Were you in a band or something? No, I wasn't. I was um, recording myself. And, and programming electro drum beats because it was really hard to find a bunch of people to work with. What, in Moravan? Yeah, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, <laughs> they all wanted to play pop music and yeah. I wanted to play uh, rock and roll. Really? Mm. You couldn't find anybody? No, find I wasn't really looking either. You weren't looking? No, you, no. You're, you're just in love with yourself. Yeah, basically. In front of the mirror playing your electric guitar. Pretty much. But did you get really skilled at it? No, I didn't at all. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Did you sing? Yeah, poorly, poorly, poorly. I still do very poorly. <laughs> all right, I like this. You're my type of musician because, you know, we we have extraordinary people coming through this studio, mm. and uh, some of them are really good musicians. And I just look at them and think, how can they do that? But I'm looking at you. I'm thinking, I could be you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's never too late to start being a terrible, terrible musician, truly, Joe. Really? Really? Yes. Is, is, is there a market for terrible musicians? Absolutely. Just tune into any other radio station, apart from, you know, the local community yeah. stations. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Really? Surely. Yeah. You mean 
all those people with millions of followers, you know, they're terrible. Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on. All right, what happens after the right. clock factory? Oh, boy. Yeah, after the clock factory, I fell off the rails and lost a few years there, I You think. fell off the rails. Yeah, fell, not, well, you know, the, what, you went the rail that I was on. The, uh-huh. <laughs> what, in Melbourne or you just moved on to, yeah, to sure. the country or somewhere? No, nope, stayed in Melbourne. Stayed in Melbourne. Yeah. Just contemplated your navel and played bad electric guitar. That's right. I think my parents moved out of home <laughs> at that stage. They moved out. <laughs> yeah, they moved out. So then I was, I was sent off into the world. Um, sent off. Yep. What? Cast, cast, cast off. Aside. <laughs> yeah, that's right. How old were you? Oh, probably 22. That's oh, about time yeah, you were kicked out. Right, I think so. So you were asked basically one day, you came up <laughs> and thought new people in the house. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's this <laughs> big sold sign on the house. And, ooh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yep. And that's when I started my career as a, as a squatter. A squatter. A squatter. Continuing the Australian tradition. Yeah, but uh, you didn't get rich as a squatter, did you? Not not that early. No. Well, it's an extraordinary life, isn't it, when you think about it? In the good old days, you'd come here, you'd kill all the Aboriginal people, mm. you know, you'd poison them, you'd shoot them, you'd rape them, you know. Mm. You'd steal their land, yeah, right, and you set yourself up and you get some ticket of leave men, old convicts, to look after your sheep and you'd make millions. Yeah. And, and, and being a squatter was a honoured... Respected tradition. Most of the people really? in the Legislative Council were squatters. Yeah, that's right. But you kind of missed your calling, didn't you, mate? Because <laughs> yeah, you start, right. you did this about 200 years later when yeah. being a squatter wasn't... It was frowned on, wasn't it? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. All right, tell us about your first squat. How did, how did you find it? Well, my first one, funnily enough, I didn't actually know I was squatting. <laughs> I just... Uh, <laughs> Moved in with a bunch of bunch of blokes who seemed like pretty nice guys, and then eventually uh, I figured out I was squatting when nobody asked me to pay rent. Right? Yeah, okay. yeah, it was great in in Camberwell. In was, Cam- of course, you only. I mean, I squatted. I squatted uh, when I was a youngster. In, uh, but I only squat in the. I only squat in the best places. We squatted mm. in the a few of us in, in the Archbishop's residence in South Yarra. I see. Very wow. nice, very nice. Yeah, truly. But we did leave quickly one night mm. when some chaps with guns arrived. But, but this ah. was in the early 70s before you were born. Yeah, right. It was right. a bit rougher then. Yeah, Truly. So, Alan, so here, all these blokes squatting. Mm. Yeah. Uh, playing music? Yeah, play a bit of music. We had a lot of, um, a lot of cars. There was a lot of kind of... Cars that we'd be tuning up and and um, what you'd, you'd can't you can't you're a cut shop where you? you'd steal cars, cut them and move them on. Is that all you're yeah, trying to tell me? Yeah, but it, not not really. <laughs> not did, really. They just arrived there. Yeah, that's right. I don't, I don't know where they were coming from, oh, but um, yeah. but yeah, we ended up getting thrown out of there because the um, the neighbours kind of all got together and decided <laughs> that it was unsafe to have all of these. Fancy flash loud cars coming up and down the very quiet street that we were on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah, off it was to the next empty house down the road. <laughs> All right, look, it's 4.29. This is Radical Australia and Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. This program will be podcast when Dale comes back. When she finds out who I've been interviewing, she will cut her wrists because Dale's an old squatter herself. How old are you? I'm 36 yeah, years old. Dale's now. a few years older than you, so she would have kind of 
fiddling. Mm. So, Surely. how long does squatting go on for, young man? Yeah, well, probably 14 years now, I suppose. Oh, you're still squatting? Yeah. Well, no, I'm a homeowner now. You're a homeowner. I'm a homeowner. That's from, right. From squat to homeowner. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Not adverse possession. <laughs> no, well, no. I suppose under the... Um, under the legal fiction of post-aluminium, I've managed to uh, claim title to my property. Not that I actually hold the paper title yet, but, yeah. you know, again, You're what's a paper title, title but uh, a yeah, yeah. fiction of law anyway. Yeah, but how long have you been living there? Oh, only four years. No. No. Mm. No. Okay. Not quite long enough to claim it under adverse possession mm. laws according to the Victorian statute. There. But... I think the owners had managed to abandon it for 10 years before I took it. Uh-huh. So uh, next year, I think they'll have been excluded for 15 years, which will be long enough. So tell us about this law, hmm. the adverse possession law. The adverse there, there, there could be other squatters listening who are wondering, you know, what, what to do and, you know. Surely. Know, tell us about it. Well, the adverse possession law is the is the... The legal fiction of um, claiming a title to a property once you have held possession for 15 years, mm. or more precisely, once the owner has been excluded for 15 years. So one can tack, which which is the term for passing ownership on to another squatter if mm. somebody has been mm. squatting before mm. a person and then they can prove 15 years of ownership, mm-hmm. then one can claim it. Mm. Do you have to pay rates during this period? It helps. It helps. It helps. It helps, it helps. helps to pay rates. I've okay. tried to pay rates to my house a number of times, but the, uh, but the city council where I am has oh. refused to acknowledge that I am the owner of my house. Uh, no surprise. Did you, did you get the rate notices? No. The owners... No. The... the Title holders, holders. the title holders get get the uh, right. get the rates notice, and they don't pay the rates, rates. either. Ah, yes, ah, so, so there so are the councils eyeing off the property, and they want to sell it. Many, many. So thousands. it's between you <laughs> and the council. <laughs> That's right. Ah. That's right. But I have caveat on the property. You, you put a caveat on. Mm-hmm. How did you work that out? Did you uh, did you get a lawyer? Or did you do it yourself? No, I did it. I did it myself. How long, how long did that take you? Not long. Not long. No. How, how do you how do you get a caveat? Yeah, uh, it's just to fill out a piece of paper at the land office yep. and and lodge it. Yep, yep. You know they're asking for money now to do it. Yeah, since it's been privatised. Yeah, the that's right. Office, they ask for money for a caveat. Yeah, they changed everything in August as well, didn't they? Yep. To make sure that everything needs to be done online with yep. a um, yeah, with the whatever number you need to be yeah. a registered kind of dealer of real estate. Yeah, I know. It's mm. not quite interesting the way they try to to stop that. So. What does a man do who's squatting for 14 years to fill in time, apart from defending your potential property? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I did travel overseas for a few years where I squatted all over You travelled overseas? Yeah. All right. Where, where, where do we start off? That's what, right. year, what year was this? Oh, boy. 2012-ish. 12, that's just seven years ago. Yeah, not too long. You went for two years? I went for, yeah, three years. So where'd you squat? I squatted in um, in Germany. Uh-huh. And what, in uh, established squats, I assume, in Germany? Or did you yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Um, and ended up travelling all the way over to Turkey, where yeah. I squatted all over Turkey as well. Did you have much trouble in Turkey squatting? No, I didn't. 
What, you just in, just went to establish squats? No, no. no we were um, trailblazing. Trailblazing? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nobody tried to take your sight and put a bullet in your head? No, I was there. I, <laughs> I was uh, practically chased out of town with sticks at one point. One point, Clubs. Yeah. Clubs. Yeah. Clubs. Clubs, yes. Would you like to mention <laughs> the place? That was in, um, in um, Fetier. Yeah. And why did they chase you out with clubs, young man? Um, How many of you were there? Oh, about four. Uh, yeah, uh, we were living in a cave. In a cave? Mm, in a cave. And they chased you out with clubs? Yeah, because we were trying to feed the locals with uh, free food. And the restaurant owners didn't like that. Free food? Mm, what a, what well, a well, terrible what, idea. When did this, when did this affliction <laughs> this free food affliction. How long have you been doing this for? Yeah, well, I don't. Always, I suppose. What do you mean, always? Yeah, What's always. What's going on? Are some know. type of anarchist or something? No, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that. No. Well, maybe. A squatter. Yeah. Free food. <laughs> what else? <laughs> free food. Yeah, free food. We're, you know, kind of trying to adopt the um, food not bombs strategy. Kind of strategy. Mm-hmm. Yep, didn't work out. So. Didn't work out. <laughs> Not if you're living in a cave. Yeah, that's right. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you some practical questions, some serious practical questions about squatting. Mm-hmm. What's, what are the major issues that you face, the practical issues that you face when you're squatting? Hmm. Well, myself, the fa- most practical issue that I face is um, I provide electricity to... Um, a number of um, tenements, mm-hmm. and tenements. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And, um, and we're having a bit of uh, a power struggle at the moment with um, with everybody trying to run heaters in the in the winter time. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. that's a, that's a very practical issue. Heat, warmth, mm, heat, right. warmth, stopping water from pouring into to the tenements. Right. <laughs> Yes, and um, and quite recently, yeah, and defending the property from from the dreaded couch fungus, the couch fungus, the couch fungus, yes, right. That right. creeps in right. under the guise of only staying one or two days, and then stays for weeks <laughs> <laughs> without, without moving. <laughs> The squat has been squatted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right, that's right. We've got, I've got very effective spray against that that I make out of the habaneros. Have you? Mm-hmm. Uh, not a club. No, you didn't take any uh, lessons from what happened to you in Turkey. No, surely no, not. Not a club. Just you just get them to gag on. Yep. Sh- <laughs> spray. <laughs> yeah, it gets the job done. That's funny. Don't you think it's funny that you, the squatters. Are worried about <laughs> squatters. Yeah. Don't you think it's hilarious? Yeah, I do. I do. I, once, I, I, I recall once um, the first time I squatted a squat and, and a man came to me and said, very nice, polite man, and, yeah. and it was at the point that he said, you don't want to see me get angry. That <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, okay, I'm just going to vacate this um, uh-huh. this place. Yes. You're going to vacate. Mm. Uh, and so you moved on. Yeah, that's right. Well, how about physical violence? Is that, a, is that an issue? Mm. Yes. Um, I was recently had um, had an encounter with some, some, some officers of the Crown who managed to battering ram a door down uh-huh. and drag us out and pepper spray us. Um, sans warranto. 
Um, was which, this, was this, this is, this is the squat you were in? Not, no, not the one that I, this was another my home. Yeah, this you is another one. You got pepper sprayed. Yeah, I didn't get pepper sprayed. I got bashed and arrested and searched and, mm-hmm. and all of that. And then carried out, of course. Carried, carried out. Carried yeah. out, yes. Yeah, and what was the charge? No charges. Of course. No char- of course no. not. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's just to teach you a lesson. Yeah. You shouldn't be going to private property. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I had the representatives of the title holder quite recently of the squat that I inhabit as yeah. my home. Yeah. Um, kick through my door. Mm. Breaking, causing massive damage, um, and strangle me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the other day, which was quite funny. So, so <laughs> but, funny. big but shout out to the title holders of my, <laughs> from my property. But you didn't leave. No, of course not. No. no. So the police were called. Yes. Yep. Thanks for attending, and they removed the um, the offenders. Uh-huh. And so. Um, and so, based on that, I'm now claiming ownership of the title under the legal fiction of post-liminium, which is the fiction that states that a prisoner of war who is, um, after a war has ended, mm. a pr- someone who is taken prisoner of war is returned their estate in full as it was before the war began. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know where all this comes from? Mm. You know where all this Roman comes? civil law? No. It no. all comes from the Crusades. Ah. Because what would happen is men would go off for decades mm. and then come back and find that their properties had been squatted and taken. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you got the squatting thing that gives that title, but if the soldier returns, that is overturned. So right. It came from the Crusaders when uh, people would be... Gone a long time ago. So you know, you've, got sure. a, you've got a historical basis to your struggle. Yeah, that's right. All right. Now let, let's move on to something a little bit more uh, positive and pleasant. Your, mm. your musical career. Yeah. Well, tell us about it. Well, it's <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my musical career has been full of ups and downs. Um, I was the organizer of a, um, a festival for some years, um, well, which was. Can you mention the festival, or, or you don't want? Yeah, to? it does. It does doesn't really matter. It's been it's extinct now, right. um, but it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Um, we managed to catapult a few of my friends to international superstardom. Like who? Um, like a uh, young fella called Opio. Mm. Um, is probably the most successful. Um, yeah, and we um, showcased some of you know, Australia's best underground music at that stage, and um, f- kind of brought together a whole bunch of different communities and collectives to um, to assist us in doing that. And that was good and fun. And um, and we donated a lot of money to uh, local organisations, the local mobs and the local um, mm. CFA and whatnot. Right. Yeah. So you kind of fitted in with the... You learnt the lesson of, of, of squatting. Mm. Don't annoy the neighbours. That's right. Like that squat <laughs> with the... <laughs> Highly polished cars. Yeah, correct. So not, if you do not annoy the neighbours, you get on with them, it works. Correct. So you the same concept with the same philosophy with the musical festival. Surely. You know, support the local CFA, support the local, you know, volleyball team. Yep. You know, the football team. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Keep them all happy. Yeah, and they see you mob and they go, oh. but then they think, oh, they're all right. They're trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. So why is that? Festival fail. Um, I think we were all just kind of 
uh, working a bit, you know, a bit too hard and, um, and didn't really pay ourselves enough. Mm-hmm. And so we all just kind of burnt out and it just fizzled out into the, into the background. And we managed to have our site pulled out from under us and lost tens of thousands of dollars in just a few minutes. And that was pretty much the end of it. How can you get your site pulled out from under you? Oh, who knows? Who knows? Um, well, somebody else rented it or something. Yeah, pretty much. It was a nice, nice location, mm. and um, and I think you know the locals and probably a bunch of people who were pretty unhappy with us having such success, mm-hmm. um, just kind of you know locked arms and got in the way. Right. Yep. Yeah. So when, when was all that? How many years ago was this? Oh, over a decade. That would have been a, yeah, a decade, decade ago. Decade. So, so probably been doing the last decade. Apart um, from being strangled in your Yeah, spot. well, well. after that, I went on to um, to forge a musical career for myself. Excuse me, you've, a man who can't play a guitar, yep. who says he's got no talent, who says he can't sing, you forged <laughs> a musical career for yourself. That's right. Did I mention that I was collecting records the whole time? So I went on to um, to be a DJ and to um, to produce electro music as well. All right, and, right. Um, and yeah, kind of showcased that all over. Took my took my oh, records that, around the mean? world and. Uh, or, or you went around the world stuff. again? Well, not around the world, but like overseas. overseas. <laughs> like where? Like um, yeah, to Europe, Paris, and right. and yeah, well, you had paid of, gigs in those places. Yeah, paid gigs. Yeah. That's well, right. I, uh, well, you, you're kind of happy to tell us under what name were you performing? All sorts, all sorts, all of, sorts names. of names. Yeah, that's right. As long right. as you got paid, you didn't care. Correct. Right. Correct. Well, how does somebody organise a tour like that? Um, oh, well, it's more just kind of packing the bags and going and then, you know, going to places and hustling people along the way. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and they actually pay you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And you got no talent? Nah. No. <laughs> so what do you play? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, back then I was, I was playing like, like a lot of hip hop stuff and a lot mm. of like kind of experimental stuff and doing, doing kind of mush up kind of stuff and. Hang on, a, hang on, let's go back one step for us oldies. What's a mush up? Like, it's mixing it up. Ah, right, right mixing cross it up. Cross genre. Yep, 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 okay. Yep. Yeah, right. that's right. Kind of trying to bring something different to the table, mm. which, um, when I got overseas, I realized pretty quickly that, um, that we're pretty far behind musically a lot of what's happening in Europe and things. So I was pretty redundant. Over <laughs> you thought the world was your oyster. And then you realise that no. Yeah, no, correct. No, no, no. Look, uh, correct. can I give you some advice? I give all my guests. Do not look at the clock. All right. That is my job. <laughs> yeah. All right? Okay. I look at the clock. You just look at me. I all mean, right. what is... What greater gift could I give to you than to be locked in this room with you for over an, almost an hour? Yeah. yeah. That well, is a gift. That's and right. no producer. No, that's yeah, right. No. I was looking at it to make sure I had time to keep explaining everything. I was like, oh, oh, no, 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 hang on. All right, okay, all right. All right. What have you been in the last few years? Yeah. Apart from being strangled yep. in the squad. Yeah, yeah. In the last few years, I've been, um, I've made a little band with my friends. And You've made got, a little band. Yeah, a little band of, 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 of Desperado, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> a little band, a little band. You got friends, yeah. I got a couple, two, 
Two. Yeah. <laughs> a, a little band. That's right. Can you actually tell us the name, or is it an underground band and we don't know the name? You don't know the name. We don't it know is the an name. underground band, but I can tell you the name. Yes. Yes. We're called uh, we're called the Molotov Cocktail Party. The Molotov Cocktail Party. That's right. Did you check with Molotov? No. Do you know who Molotov yes, was? Yes, I yeah. do. But so that yes. you didn't check with him? No. You didn't? No. Not only that, there's also <laughs> a band called Molotov Cocktail Party, but we put a V in front of it, so we're a V band. <laughs> that's, that's not nice. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> oh, you be a bit more? Were they there before you? Obviously, it turns out that their, their searches never came up. It never came up on searches. But no. now that now, where, where are they based? I don't know. You don't know. Somewhere um, in the world? Yeah, somewhere. And they're suing you, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I believe. No, well, they probably love it because now everyone's searching for us and hitting up them. So it's just right, extra right. promotion for them, surely. Why would anybody? search for a talentless band called the Molotov Cocktail Party. <laughs> yeah, no, I asked myself, well, it's us that does the searching. <laughs> Just to check whether or not anybody's put up any inflammatory kind of comments about how our band. Did you, did you perform live or it's just it's all um, electronic out there in the in the in the, in the clay iCloud no, or whatever? No, yeah, it's no we perform live. You do? Yes, we do. Wow. Yep. When was your last live performance? Last week or the week last before? Week. Where was it? Yep. It's at Radio Bar on Brunswick Street oh. in Fitzroy. They actually let you in. Yeah. And you perform perform yeah. live. We're banned now. The band. No. What, yeah. <laughs> what, what type? What? Uh, look, can I ask a very ignorant question? Mm. Because you know, I always thought Cromwell was right that banning music it was the right thing to do. So, what type of what type of instruments are you playing? Um, we, we, we have a guitar and a bass guitar and a drum kit. And you're the bass guitar. I'm the bass guitar. Uh-huh. Yes. And does anybody uh, open their mouth or you just... Yeah, we do. But I'm, the, I'm the lead vocalist. You're the lead vocalist. If you could call it that. I think, you know, I do my best um, Oscar the Grouch impression. Uh, can you actually give us uh, an example? Well, not really. Not but, really. Uh, yeah. Um, I just do some silly, silly vocal stuff, kind of trying to make myself sound like a badass. It, uh, badass. badass. A yeah. badass. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. No. Well, uh, I'm, I'm looking at you now. I don't think I'm frightened. Yeah. No. It's, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as I said, you're the best. You're the best advertisement I've seen for anorexia yeah, for a long right. time. Yeah, that's right. No, the smoke machine does all the work at the What's, gigs. What smoke machine? The, the smoke machine that. that well, you got like, a smoke machine too. Otherwise, people band. would be able to see me, and they'd be like, "He's not <laughs> hardcore." <laughs> So you're yes. pretending to be hardcore what? Hardcore what? Yeah. How would you describe the band? Hardcore what? Oh, it's uh, it's yeah, it's a mixture between punk and hardcore and yeah. a little bit of crust in there. And yeah. yeah. Yep, a little yeah. bit of, yeah, yeah, that's about it. Do people actually pay or do you have no, to pay them? of course not. Yeah, yeah, we pay them. We've got an entourage of people, but it's... You have an you know, entourage? Yeah. Paid entourage. Pay, you pay the entourage. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, that's right. They just take all our free drinks because we're all basically <laughs> recovering. <laughs> uh, yeah. You get paid in free drinks, but the entourage drinks the drinks, and they're your entourage because they've got free drinks. Basically, yeah. Well, well, how about the talent? Works well for them. Yeah, but how about the talent? What, the other, the no, other yeah, guys yeah, in the band? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, we, yeah, we're all, you know, yeah, we drink a little bit. 
but not so much, no. I suppose. Oh, Otherwise, the oh, entourage no. will leave and we'll be left with an empty room and a smoke machine. Oh. Yeah. Now, now Digger Trump Sunrest. Um, at this stage of the interview, we asked the hard questions like, do you ever intend to grow up? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, surely. I mean, you're surely. 83, you're 36, mate. Surely. You're pushing 40. Yeah, I am. And when your parents, you kind of occasionally see them, I assume. You're a dutiful son, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I am. And they ask you, when are you going to get a real job? Do they ask you that? or No, <laughs> no they stopped asking me that a while ago now. Did they? I'm asking yeah. now. Yeah, that's right. No, um, I'm not sure. You're I'm not, not sure. sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll what are you going to get a nine-to-five job and uh, commute three hours a day to your boring, mm. listless job and pay your taxes, unlike that's Gina Reinhardt mm. and those other, you know, all those other people who kind of legally minimise their tax? Mm. When, when are you going to join the rat race, mate? Well, I do, I do nine-to-five, actually. What do you I, mean? Well, you I, got a job. I, no, I sleep nine nine a.m. till five p.m. That's you know, this, I should be asleep right now, in fact. Is this when you sleep? Yeah. You do nine to five? Yeah, nine to five. And what? You're up five till nine? Yeah, pretty much. At least then I can, you know, go to the movies and, you know, not have to wait in line anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I assume the White Knight was your kind of gig, was it? You were wandering the street? Yeah, yeah, surely, <laughs> surely. I was, I was out there, I was out there. Say, White Knight has a black history. Right. We well, should yeah. call this Festival of Lights like the rest of the world does. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. Well, radical content. That's right. I dressed up as Ku Klux Klan and went up there and, oh, wait, is, I think I went the wrong White Knight. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good good gig. Yeah. So you got a, bit, a little bit of political edge to you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. What, what do you hope for in life? Um, hmm. Apart from getting this title, yeah. <laughs> All right. What do I hope for? I hope that um, that that my my fiance does come through with her um, with her agreement to marry me. That's your what I fiance. I certainly do hope that. Yes, I was going. You have a fiance. She's out there, maybe listening somewhere. How long have you had a fiance for? Mm, just a couple of months, actually. Yeah. Is, yep. is this a new kind of thing for you? This serious bit? Not really. Not really. So you've you've been married a number of times before, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah failed yeah. every time. Failed though. every time. Yeah. But you, you haven't learned anything. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> you need a nine to five job. Yeah, not sure. sleep between nine and five. I know, you I need know. you need to bring in a bit of money, mate. Pay, you know what? I need to get taxes. a job. I need to get a job at Captain Snooze testing new mattresses. I reckon that'd be great. That'd for be you. really well. You've got the expertise. I'll give you a reference. Yeah, all I'll right. You, I said this is the man. <laughs> yeah, okay, look, I got yeah, a reference. All about sleep. Yes. All right. Okay, Done. All right. So, what? You're going to get on a knee and have a ring and all that stuff. Yeah, or? all of that fancy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, obviously her family's going to pay for the wedding. Yeah, well, that's yeah, surely, <laughs> surely that's the way it goes. Yeah, that's right. So, have you got any plans for the future? Yeah, apart apart from getting married. Yeah, I do. I'm going to get into. Well, I've been accepted into a double degree. Hooray for me! A double degree. Double degree, not just one degree, but accepted. two degrees. Look, yeah. Have you got university background? Yeah, like, not really. You, no, not really. No. 
but now you've been accepted. Yeah, that's right. Can, uh, you, can you tell us in what? Yeah, in um, law and engineering. Law and engineering. Hmm. Why did you pick those two simple subjects? Well, because I thought I can specialise in mechatronic engineering and then be one of those kind of philosopher types who people will come to and ask about um, how we should make laws around the kind of robots, the new generation of robots. So uh, you're ahead of the pack. Mm. You're right there at the cutting edge. Mm. You can actually see the robots taking over and mm-hmm. we need laws to control them. Well, or at least to, yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, or the laws to control the people when they get worried about the robots, maybe mm. even more mm. <laughs> accurately. Oh, so you're really, you're really, you're going to go ahead with this for real? Mm. Really? Someone has to. Well, I do, but um, you know, I'm not going to. No, I'm not, I'm not too old for that crap. To go back to school. Mm. How do you feel about going back to school at 36? Yeah, it's great, great. How come you're accepted? I don't what, know. What was the loophole? I think I was the only person who who actually wanted to study this thing. Ah. Yeah. Oh, can I ask what uh, what astute uh, colleges are taking you on board? Yes, yeah, Swinburne is the only actual place that uh-huh. does the double degree around here, so I uh-huh. had to... What, beg? Yeah, pretty much. But obviously you know the spell, and you know mathematics, you do all that counting in the uh, mm-hmm. playground... Correct. So you've become a bit of an entrepreneur. You've mm-hmm. that's what people they don't understand. It's hard work. Music is hard work. Surely, especially making a buck from it. Yeah, and when you have absolutely no talent, it's even harder. Yeah, but you've got yeah. talent. Yeah, you have. You're an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, you know, you'd make. A, you're an entrepreneur. Right. You make money. You could make money out of anything. That's right. I could be you're, high you're flying the, right now. Yeah. You're, you're the type of bloke who'd have. You know, a cans of beer in a, on, a, on a stolen uh, shopping trolley, flooding it to people, alcoholics on the street <laughs> That's to right. make a buck. You're that type of bloke. That's right. Yeah. And quite soon that shopping trolley will be autonomous uh-huh. and uh-huh. it will follow me up and down the road like a well-behaved dog. Yeah, and, right. and you and you'll tell it, you'll tell it what to do and what not to do. Correct. Yeah. Until it revolts. Yeah. You know, this is this is a very this is a very delicate time now. Mm. Because the end of the program is coming up, it's 4:56, mm. and I'm going to ask one or two more questions. But the trouble is that we may have been forgotten. Mm. Now, has we got no producer here? We may have to go on till six and seven Surely. or eight. So, are you up to it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll see what happens. <laughs> if the door swings open, yep. if the door swings open in the next minute or two, we know our time is up. All right. If it doesn't swing open, we'll just keep on talking until somebody realises surely that we're here. All right. And it could take some time. Could we take could. a day. Could take a week. Could take a month. But looking at you, you'll be eating me. Nope. When you get hungry, because <laughs> there's not much of you to eat. <laughs> All right. So have you got any any parting words mm. for young people who are about to embark on your journey? Surely. Yep. I do. What is it? What are they? I'll tell you when you come to our gig at radio this Saturday. Radio Bar. Radio Bar. What That's number? Right. Brunswick Street. Um, I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> Next door to the Evelyn. <laughs> so radio bar. What time? That's right. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Uh, Eight can, p.m. Can we pretend to be part of the entourage and get a free drink? Surely. You think so? I think so. And do I need earplugs? Yes. 
Oh, I will have earplugs. I'll yeah. bring extra. And will the door dog uh, turn me away because I'm too old? Surely not. Surely not. No. Everybody's, everybody's welcome. That's right. All right. Dogs included. Dogs included. Well, Digger, Trump, Sunrest, an extraordinary 36 years in the planet. I wish you all the best. I hope all your nightmares come true. And <laughs> let's hope. All right. Let's hope. You get that title. Cheers. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, you've been been strangled, mate. You deserve it. (laughs) So look after yourself. Do what you keep doing. Keep doing what you've done. Uh, You know, I think think you'll give a lot of hope to a lot of people. And uh, congratulations on living a life that you wanted to live. Congratulations. Thank you for coming to the studio. Thank you very much, Michaela. Now that heart is beating fast And that's the rhythm I can dance to I'm mighty glad I've got a chance to That one big heart that's beating fast Tomorrow morning let it rain Tomorrow morning let it pour Tonight we're in the groove together Ain't gonna worry about Stormy Gonna kick all trouble out the door. Beat out all trouble on drum. Beat out all trouble on drum. Beat out all trouble on drum. And kick all trouble out the door.